Welcome, Welcome back, back to wait Origins. You're in? I thought you were out. Oh, I'm in. I'm always in. Like Flint. Okay, you know, you, you go first. Uh, this is Origins <laughs> and Adaptations. I went first, sorry. Uh, episode 38. I am Andrew. I'm Cody. And uh, we're back. We're not uh, We're not in black, though. I guess we're, we're wearing black shorts. Hey, 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 hey. ACDC, baby. ACDC. Yeah, the greatest rock and roll band. Well, I'm just kidding. <clears throat> the Definitely most not. subpar. Oh, come on. They aren't that bad. <laughs> They got some decent riffs in there. Yeah, they got like one. No. They get like two. They you got know, like four. You know, to me, ACDC is kind of like Spider-Man. I'm just kidding. ACDC is nothing like Spider-Man. ACDC is like Guardians of the Galaxy where it, they had their know, prime and now they kind of suck. ACDC to me is kind of like a 1980s Pontiac convertible. It was really? probably pretty cool when it was there yeah, the, for the first time. But not anymore. But it's lot. It's just not the same. It's not. It really isn't. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just. Well, we got our. We got you know we got an episode for you guys today. We so we we're gonna some, jump right in. Topics. We got some reads. So uh, starting off on the news, uh, it's just kind of a quick thing. Logan, the movie, is officially rated R. Uh, which is, I mean, so edgy. It was kind of so edgy. It was kind of hinted at the producers were saying that they wanted to make an R-rated Wolverine movie, which I think they should have done from the beginning. So I he probably would have seen it more. So he can stab. So he can stabby stab. He can slashy slash. He can eviscerate and decapitate. Snicked. 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 That's what the, you co- think, that's what the panel you, always reads, and then he and then he goes and then thwip. Thwip. Thwip is Spider-Man. Oh, Thwip is Spider-Man, yeah. yeah. Snicked, bub. Do you think he's going I to... I heal real fast. Do you think he's going to say snicked? I hope not. That'd be kind of lame. But maybe what a little... They, maybe what a little... Uh, what, what, are they, call, what are those called? What are those called? The onomatopoeias pop up, yeah. We said that really good. Yeah, we did. Got like, at the same time. Same time. Uh, I if, like your wool socks, by the way. Thanks. They're not mine. Well, I am really, really getting off topic a lot. Yeah, I've got just big feet. Um, but small feet, you know, just big, small feet. It's actually more of just my calves. The wool socks make my feet and legs look big. For a second, I thought you had socks underneath your socks. I know, they're that big, right? They're not even mine. There we go. That's a little better. That's why, that's why I wear thin socks. They make my feet seem small. Your feet are are only as long as mine, but they're, they're, (laughs) they're like twice as wide. No, I have pretty wide feet too. It's more yeah. that you have your feet go up. You have this. I have a huge arch. You it? have this huge top arch, whereas yeah. I have very thin, oh, petite yeah? you feet. Do, you do petite feet. Like mine, my feet are a little bit like Jim Parsons. They're just very, this, th- just this, very thin. The center. <laughs> I don't know why I said Jim Parsons was the first, but the first thin person to pop into my head. Anyways. Logan snicked. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's cool. I guess we're going to see it. I'll see it. You'll see it. I'll see I it. I hurt my. Do you think that song's going today. to be? I don't think so. Actually. I'm going to punch myself if that song's in the movie. Dude, we've said it before, but it bears repeating. I am sick of old, or cla- not even old, but just classic tunes being used in movies. 
it just they lose their luster when they're overused. Yeah. That's just my I think I read somewhere too that feeling this, when I this when movie I hear isn't set in the X Men universe. That's the X Men movie universe. Kind of, oh, oh, oh okay. Which to me I'm just like, it's so messy now. It's just like, Yeah, I'm not a fan of how that's well, why I love the Deadpool moment where he's like, "Well, the Sony, one, the Patrick Sony Fox Stewart side of or the Marvel." James McAvoy. Oh yeah, I'm always getting my timelines mixed up. The Sony Fox side of of the Marvel universe in movies, yeah, is always it's, it's always been kind of messy a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I also heard that Sony is planning on getting rid of their movie department. Oh, oh, yeah! Stop the press! I think. I read Stop that they're the waiting press. to see how well uh, the Emoji Movie does. So well, you know, not good. Yeah. I wonder how many. Well, I wonder how many kids are actually going to want to see the Emoji Movie. Apparently, Storks did it. Got a lot of money, so. Hmm. That movie looked terrible. That I movie. don't know anything about the Emoji Movie. <laughs> um. Yeah, so Logan officially radar. Uh, also, X Men spinoff series is getting ordered by Fox uh, for TV shows. Um, we don't really know what ones, but it seems weird. They said that these these new series will take place in the the X Men universe in Fox, mm-hmm. uh, but the the TV show Legion doesn't, hmm. which is interesting. I think they're trying to do it. Because Legion is the son of Professor X. Yeah. And so I think they're trying to stay away from that. Because he kills Professor X. Mm. Um, so I think they're trying to stay away from having him there in that universe. Because then it's like, well, when did he, Professor X have sex? Professor Sex? Professor Sex. Oh, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, so I don't know. Oh, did we have a conversation not too long I'm ago? I'm excited that for Legion. They were talking about a live action X Men TV show. Yes, they've been talking about it. Is that like, actually going? They've been talking to come about into that. fruition. I don't know. Because I think more than any other Series. superhero superhero team or individual. I would love to see an X-Men TV show, like a Netflix original series in that Daredevil, Luke Cage universe. Yeah. I don't know if they are, because Fox... I, I doubt it. Fox has I, their own um, network. Uh, yeah, I know. I know. I don't think that would happen. Yeah. Well, yeah, and just the fact that Fox is keeping X-Men... Yeah. Just kind of sucks in general for... <sighs> hopes and dreams for X-Men fans who want them to kind of conjoin with the mm-hmm. rest of the Marvel Universe. Well, they had in, a, in the they had a chance. They had a yes, chance yeah. after 3 when they announced First Class. Uh-huh. They had a <clears throat> chance to be like, this is us rebooting everything. Uh-huh. Uh, with all new characters. Um, even if they took the old characters, they can redesign them in a classic look. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but then they went, oh no, it's not a rebooted f- franchise. It's just you know, prequels in a sense. Time t- timeline difference. Yeah, and I went, you ruined it. <laughs> you just ruined it, um, because you had the perfect opportunity to make the original first class, mm-hmm. uh, bring in the yellow suits, 
um, the yellow and blue suits and make it awesome. And then you had two characters who were awesome and the rest of them were subpar or cringeworthy at best. And that's how your movie franchise has been doing. People forgot that Apocalypse came out. Yeah, I I did. I have I didn't I have, have any interest in seeing it. I have friends who are fans after I heard the, about it. Fans of the uh, X Men movies, and they forgot about it. Like they saw it, and then when I was talking to them about what movies, what superhero movies they liked this year, they talked about all the other ones like. Uh, Captain America Civil War, mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Sure. Um, they even talked about Batman vs. Superman and Suicide Squad. Because uh, if nothing else, they were at least, you remembered them. Yeah, and then and then me, the person who just always remembers comic book movies, I was like, oh, what'd you, what'd you think of X-Men Apocalypse? And they went, oh, right, that came out this year. You didn't see it, did you? No, I haven't, I haven't seen, actively seen an X-Men movie since, uh... X-Men 3. I thought you did see First Class. Uh, I saw First Class because it was on TV. Okay. And I just happened to be there. And then Days of Future Past... I still think First Class and Days of Future Past, uh, as far as, like, just the cinematography and the acting itself, I thought were more consistent than the X-Men trilogy as movies. But they bastardized the characters. Yeah, I can say that. I think I just have more nostalgia for X-Men 1 and 2. Yeah, see the thing is, when those movies came out, I, I was like, wasn't really in the midst of my comic book loving I was like realm 10, at the time. I think it was like 10. The only, 9 or 10, and so I just loved... The only superhero movie that came out around that time that I loved was... was it? I just like the... The action. Oh, yeah. When I was a kid. So. It's still fun. Yeah. I think the thing that... Uh, and to this day, the You most, and I were talking about was the, the most annoying... screen-accurate saber-tooth we've ever gotten. Yeah. But the black leather suits that were oh. totally immobile. Those are gross. And how they were trying to make these suits seem more realistic, and it's like, totally not. Mm-hmm. And like they they weren't able to move around in them very well at all. Yeah. And who was that critique? The the, the, the critic the the, the critic uh, you were watching on YouTube who was saying that the costume designer essentially robbed all these characters of their individuality with um, with their u- uniforms and whatnot. Uh, his name eludes me. Doesn't he talk about, um, about a lot of stuff? A lot of stuff. Like yeah. uh, he had that segment on the gorillas. Yeah. The band. And Batman animated series. He just did one Superman, on the old Superman the cartoon. Old Captain Captain Kristan. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot. You know, Adult Swim, Superman, X Men, Pixar, Calvin and Hobbes, Batman, Gorillas, Fully Cooly, Futurama, Watchmen, Jurassic Park, Bugs Bunny, Alien, Childish Gambino, Spawn, South Park, Pokemon, Godzilla, Doctor Seuss, and Toonami. Wow. Like, uh, so th- for those who are looking for a new YouTuber to watch, um, he does video essays. They're like two to five minutes, uh, on pop culture, usually like nostalgic stuff for 90s kids. Um, 
really good stuff. But he talks about the individuality of the costumes for the X-Men and why it's so important to the characters and how Brian, uh, not Brian Singer. Is it Brian Singer? I think so. Brian Singer just destroyed that with uh, unifying it because he said the blue and yellow wouldn't look good on screen and it would put people off. However, um, even James Marsden <clears throat> says the suits, who played Cy- Cyclops, uh, he says the suits were just terrible. Um, the black suits, like, they couldn't move around at all. And they were very uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Brian Singer. Uh, Robin uh, revealed for Injustice 2. Um, it's going to be Damien from the first game. This Injustice is actually set in the world where Superman went crazy. So it's not set in the uh, Earth 2 world, but it's set in the Injustice, Injustice Earth. No. Uh, where everything's kind of falling apart. Uh, it was, I should also say, it was also revealed that Brainiac is the villain as well. That's neat. Yeah, and he's apparently kind of corrupting things and making everyone fight each other. Uh, so, yeah. But Robin's uh, set list, or set list, <laughs> uh, gameplay and just fighting style was released. Uh, and it had him using his sword in a very assassin kind of way, which is really cool. Uh, if you have Damien fight, if you have Robin fight Batman... Uh, it has Damien saying, uh, I'm your only son. And then Batman says, no, Dick was my son as well. <clears throat> because in this universe, Damien killed Dick Grayson. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So that's that's kind of cool. I'm just excited for new characters being released for Injustice 2. I just can't wait for that game to come out. Um, I think we saw some Aquaman in the trailer as well. Which was interesting because his costume was very different. But I think that plays into the fact that you can change out the costumes huh. for Injustice. Like, you can change individual parts of the costumes. Can you make Aquaman look like Jason Momoa? I don't know. Probably. There's going to be a... I mean, there was a there was a Man of Steel <laughs> I, I, version I started of, saying that as a joke, and then I was like, wait, you, that probably will be... Yeah. There's a Man of Steel version of Superman yeah. in the first Injustice. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, then, bringing up the yeah, that men- DC okay. Cinematic yeah. Universe. That segues into the next... Batman vs. Superman is nominated for eight Razzie Awards, which... Whoa, people. Yeah, I think it's exaggerated. I think this is a bit overkill. I think it's meant to be to give, funny. Yeah, to give you perspective. The number of Razzies... That they're giving this picture. Yeah, to give you perspective, Catwoman got a Razzie Award. Mm-hmm. Um, which Halle Berry actually went and accepted. And she brought her Oscar with her. Yeah. Because uh, she knew that movie was bad. Mm-hmm. Um, so, let's just dive right in with the... Her the character's list. name, she's playing Catwoman, was Patience Phillips. That's a terrible name. It's a terrible name, and it's incredibly nothing like the sound of the name Selena Kyle. Yeah. Which is a and huge... It's, and it's PP. Yeah. The initials. 
Yeah. But see, the fact that she's the playing writer, a Catwoman, she's not writers, Selena Kyle, that's where I have big problems. The screenplay big people problems. just pee-peed all over her character. Princess Pee-Pee. Princess Pee-Pee. Princess of the Pee-Pee Kingdom. Where it's yellow all year round. Okay. Well, now this is getting crazy. <laughs> so, drum roll. Uh, Batman vs Superman nominated for worst picture, which mm, no overkill. Uh, worst actor Ben Affleck, way overkill. What? I thought he was awesome. He was the best actor. Everyone um, thought okay, yeah. Well, not just, in all movies. Just, no, 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 no. Just to clarify, I think. They're trying to make as big a joke out of this as possible. Yeah. Not only the fact that, yeah, yeah, it was a bad picture. Maybe it's also... They're trying to rub it in the face of everyone who ever said that it was a bad movie by saying, like, okay, well, we're going to give it this, 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 mm-hmm. and this. Because, honestly, everyone who saw it that I talked to said that they thought Ben Affleck was the best part of the movie. Yeah. There was, was. one human... I'll refer to it as a human. I don't know who... I can't remember who it was. It was a girl or boy. Girl or boy. Can't remember. But they were like... They were like... What? Ben Affleck is terrible. Why didn't you ben. say one person? Huh? One what? human. Because human sounds... I don't know. He, they were human. Okay. My wrists I are huge. Sorry. You do have huge wrists. Yeah. And you have huge tops of your feet. I do. Okay, anyway. So... Back to reality. Oh, there goes gravity. Uh... Ben Affleck did a great job as Bruce Wayne. He did a great job as Batman. Mm-hmm. I think they're just they're taking this and they're just running with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're clearly trying to make it. They're trying to exaggerate it. They're trying to make a mountain out of a molehill because it's funny and it's the raspberries and that's that's the whole point of it. Yeah. Uh, then Henry Cavill as worst actor. Um, they're both in the for they're both nominated, so one of them will win. Uh, or the other people. I don't care. Uh, worst supporting actor, Jesse Eisenberg. That one definitely needs to win. Yeah, that, I think that's that that's one the is one the that one that's really deserving. Yeah. Uh, interesting that worst supporting actress was not Amy Adams, or whoever plays Martha Kent. Uh, because Ma- Martha Kent, uh, Diane Cannon, or no, 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 no. Di- Diane Lane. Yeah, because her. I, like, when she was on screen, I just rolled my eyes every time. And Amy Adams, if we're going off of, uh... Lois. Well, if, you're going, if you're going off Ma Kent and, and Lois Lane, neither one of them fit the role. Yeah, and that's, it's like, she was boring. And if you cut out all of Lois Lane's scenes, the movie would still go on. You know, you made a good point when we were talking about <clears throat> Lois Lane... While we were watching the original 1978 Superman, mm-hmm. and you were saying, if we had to recast a Lois Lane, um, well, first you said you thought Margot Kidder was a much better Lois Lane than Amy Adams, which is definitely true. Yeah. She has, there's a spunk to her. Yeah. There's something extra. And mm-hmm. I and you said Zoe Deschanel would fit that bill well. Yeah. And I agree with that very much. Lois has to have some kind of spunk. Yeah. And Amy Adams is just dry, kind of a dry female character who's not particularly interesting. 
Yeah, she's just kind of void of any emotion or anything unique or... Yeah, like, uh... Lois Lane gets excited. Nat- Natalie Portman's character in oh, Thor in the Dark World. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shut up. Oh my gosh. I still say the greatest female character ever put into a superhero movie has to be Kat Denning's character in Thor. Right. You know. I'm being facetious. I, I'm sorry. I, I can't let that just linger Just the too best long. character. All right, movement people. If you watch that movie more than one time, it becomes blatantly obvious how bad her acting is in that movie. Yeah. It's pretty bad. Yeah. It's pretty bad. It's really... She was given a good script. And then just... And just acted it horribly. Amy Adams sadly didn't have a fantastic script. No, she had a terrible script. Amy Adams is a great actress. Yes. Um, I have loved everything she is in. Um, Yeah, but this... There is no saving the script. Which... I will say the same. What was the Disney Princess Henry live Cowell. action? Enchanted? Yeah. Good. Good it's actress. Weird. I think that was the first movie I saw her in. I liked her in um, American Hustle, though she wasn't yeah. my favorite part of the movie. There were other parts. Oh my gosh. Bradley Cooper's character. <laughs> Bradley Cooper's character was great. Also, Christian Bale's just like fat, like ugly, depressed. Come over. Yeah, is amazing. That was fantastic. Also, Louis C.K.'s cameo, like when Bradley Cooper's on the phone with him, yeah. and he's like, you're going to get your effing ass down here, yeah. and, you're gonna, and, and, and Louis C.K. goes, not the way you're behaving. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jeremy Renner's, like, weird, like, gangster mayor character. Mm-hmm. Well, he was, ca- well, he, yeah. I mean, he was, like, a mob boss. Was he Was he actually a mob boss? Oh, he had, like, mob well, connections. Yeah, but he was well. He was he was he was respectable though. Yes, he had family and friend ties yeah. to him because he was Italian, I think, right? Yeah. Living in New Jersey or New York. But anyways, yeah. So like that whole cast was awesome. Amy Adams has proven to everyone that she is an A list actress. Yeah, she just was a terrible choice for Lois Lane. <clears throat> she doesn't have. She, she was didn't. Given a terrible she script. didn't play Lois Lane right, but also she was given a terrible script. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> then worst screen combo. For Cavill and Ben Affleck, um, see to me this I, to, okay to me this is redundant. You either give it to just Cavill or just or or just Ben Affleck, or you give yeah. them the the combo. You you can't get, give them both the individual nomination well, and combo. Well, they can't give them the they can't give them both the individual win. But I'm saying it's redundant to include them in both. I guess. But, like, the screen combo has other... It's not like this category was made just for Batman vs. Superman. No, I know, but I just think that it's like, what the heck? But I actually do agree. Them being on screen together was always awkward. I, there was never a time where I was like, you know, these these two... That was Henry these... Cavill's fault. Yeah. That's my, uh, that's my problem with it, is yeah. it wasn't Ben Affleck's fault. And it's funny, a combo there's, there's fault... actually an interview where... You've seen that meme, right? The sad Ben Affleck meme? Mm-hmm. That, that's from an interview that Ben Affleck was doing with Henry Cavill where Ben Affleck didn't say anything the mm-hmm. whole time. And apparently he wasn't supposed to. Like, it was supposed to be Cavill talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's, and Ben Affleck came out and said, uh, from now on I'll just not do interviews where I don't have to speak. Because it, he just looks depressed. Which he probably was. But I think it's him trying to... Say, no, 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 no. Oh, I'm fine. 
but you know, I was just, I didn't have anything to say. Yeah. But it's, it's interesting. So my problem is it's not that they didn't have good chemistry because it was on both of them. Henry Cavill, man, he just wasn't in the zone for this movie at all. It was yeah. just really, Which is weird because really bad. Man from Uncle, he's charming and charismatic and, and fun, and he works well with the other two actors. Mm-hmm. He works well with Army Hammer, and then I always forget her name. It's very complex. But I she like is, Henry Cavill. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not trying to put him down. I mean, I like Amy Adams. Yeah. Which brings us to probably I the like main... the two of them more than I like Ben Affleck. But Ben yeah. Affleck was the best part of the movie, yeah. and he certainly does not deserve this. This uh, yeah, but this single next this next uh, category is probably what brings this all together. Uh, worst director, which yeah, I agree. Uh, worst sequel, I agree. They missed the worst. They missed the no. Um, I don't even. I don't think it's the worst sequel. I mean, we had we had independence resurgence this year. That was the worst sequel. From where Man, I heard, I was... Zoolander Two was horrendous. Was it just as bad? I heard it was. I heard it was worse. Oh, from okay. people who liked the original Zoolander, I heard that it was just terrible. Okay, so I think they really missed the mark because I'll tell you the very worst thing about this movie: the editing. Yeah, I don't. know. That if might there's... be too specific of an award, but I don't know honestly, if there's an editing section. It's just. It's really bad. That's the worst part of this movie, is uh, the sequence. I mean, we could talk about the worst screenplay, which is also nominated. So those are all the the categories that BVS is nominated for Razzie Awards, which, you know, in the end, don't matter. Razzie Awards don't matter at all. They're people's opinion. They're not, there's not like a, at least with the Academy Awards, you have, like, high-class critics coming together and... And coming to a conclusion. Mm-hmm. But that also brings me to my next segment. My next little bit of news. Suicide Squad receives Oscar nomination <laughs> for makeup and hair design. Which is bad because the makeup was terrible and the hair design was bad. Actually, you know what? No, I enjoyed Joker's hair. Yeah, I enjoyed Harley. I I enjoyed Harley Quinn's hair. The costume in that movie. The costume sucked. is terrible, terribly, and the makeup is bad. Yeah, I are they going off of those two characters for hair? Dude, you know what was really did, crap did not about that, that movie? Many, did not that many movies come out this year? <laughs> you know, you know what um, part of the movie was really bad. Was the um, all of it? No, it's something. I mean, something we haven't talked about. Oh. Like even the way the screen title and cast names like scrolled on before and after the movie started mm-hmm. looked terrible. Even like you know when, when Suicide Squad popped on screen, like even that looked dreadful. In my opinion, it just looked really splashy, really tacky. I thought I had something to say about... I don't know if we ever talked about that part of it. I just know... Oh, no, for me it's the ending where it just kind of, like, ended. Yeah. That's what I... Yeah, that bugged me more than anything. Where it's like, Joker comes and saves Harley, and she's like, thanks for saving me. 
like sugar or whatever she says. I I probably was more Harley Quinn there than she was. Uh, but <laughs> like at the end, Joker saves Harley Quinn and then it just ends. Yeah. It's not even they are walking away. It's like she hugs him and then it ends. Yeah, really abrupt. Yeah. Uh, credit scroll. Just keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so receives Oscar nomination. Bogus. And doesn't get BS. one Razzie, even though it's so bad. Actually, it did get nominated for it, Razzie. Wait, it did? Uh, yeah, Jared Leto as Joker for supporting actor. Really? Yeah, I just didn't. Really? Yeah. I think it was one, though. I think that was the only one. That's funny. Yeah. Jared Leto's Joker? Yeah. People, well, did, like, they didn't like it, huh? Well, remember, Suicide Squad was critically panned better than BBS was. Yeah. So. It is what it is, Cody. I just don't, I don't see it. I, I thought, don't, I just I don't thought it was so bad. I had more friends tell me they enjoyed Suicide Squad more than they did Batman vs. Superman. First of all, it's shorter. Second of all, there's a lot more going on, so the people who are just there for mindless action, yeah, they have that. Uh, whereas BBS just takes forever to do anything. It is a slug of a movie. <clears throat> um, yeah. But, into comic book news, Ben Riley is back as Scarlet Spider. Cody, just shoot me in the head. Whee! And Eddie Brock is back as Venom. Cody, once again, just please shoot me in the head, because we're going to go into an internet where, uh, you know what, I'm tired. I'm tired, Cody, of them You're tired of characters being recycled. Yeah, not just recycled, but just brought back for no reason. I think Gwen Stacy is back now. That's what I mean. It's like, why? These characters, uh, these characters died. They have very specific... Memorable moments in their death. I thought Marvel was supposed to be the consistent universe. Yeah. Well, it is consistent. They just... By consistent, I mean, like, they kill off these characters, they let them live, and that's the way it goes. No, Marvel brings them back all the time. Not as often as DC, I don't feel like. <laughs> DC does it, like, every... DC's, like... I think, Tim... <laughs> I think spoiler then, like, alert, two, I think... Two weeks later, they're alive. Tim Drake is alive again. Cute. Well, he was never dead. Like that was a like Bruce Wayne, yeah. <laughs> Except less. Like he, what's really funny is he that literally was captured. Batman R.I.P. is a really badass read if you think Batman actually dies instead of being sent back in time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, the thing is, if it had been like an else world or a hypothetical, yeah, and like they had that's what the whole line with uh, the the whole story with like uh, what's his name William Hurt and all and. All that, you know, Batman and Son and all, all those stories leading up to it have just been, like, a little Elseworld collection. Mm-hmm. That would have been really cool, but yeah, the fact that he was just sent through time... Became the Dread, Dread Captain Roberts? I mean, I read the Bruce Wayne uh, story. Did you read those? The, the uh... His, the, like... What was it called again? It was The Return of Batman, like, The Resurrection of Bruce Wayne or something? I don't know. It was after Batman and Robin, right? It was concurrent at the time. Oh, it was like going out at the same time. It was going out at the same time. I didn't read those. Some of the clues that Dick and Damien find 
uh, and with Alfred and the Batcave and stuff, are things that Bruce's ancestors. When you find out Bruce is like his ancestors and stuff, and he's going through time, Bruce is his own ancestor. He's like, well, he's like shot through yeah. time, isn't he? Isn't he? Yeah, like, seeing life through the life, the lives of his like relatives and stuff. Yeah, it's weird. It's really that's past to relatives. me that's the worst part of Batman and Robin. Is that the end where it's like Bruce is back? It starts uh, to taper off towards that last uh, volume. Okay, he's going to be Batman again. Then but Batman heard, Incorporated starts. But I've heard the Batman and Robin New 52 line is actually really good. Which I do want to check out because it has a lot of good Damien moments. Which I want to get into because Super Sons comes out very soon. Uh, which is the comic book title of Damien and Jonathan. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They've been... But I'm sorry about Bro- uh, Eddie Brock and... Eddie Brock doesn't annoy balls? me as much. Eddie Brock, I mean, he's always been there. He's he didn't die, but he hasn't been Venom for ten years. And Flash Thompson was doing awesome as Agent Venom, who's like the super agent of the galaxy. And I don't know. I like. I've always liked Flash, so it's just annoying that that's happening. And then Ben Riley. Ben Riley is the one that's like he's been dead since like. 2001 oh baby like 1998 whenever clone conspiracy ended like I liked Scarlet Spider Ben Riley, but he hasn't been in it for a long time because he he literally just turned to dust and then what I was worried about with this new Spider-Man event the clone conspiracy mm-hmm. uh, dead no more they're just bringing back all these characters which is like s- stop mm-hmm. please just stop um if anything they're doing a renew your vows uh like story like story spinoff mm-hmm. which is in a different which is in a different universe which also just what the heck is going on because I thought Secret Wars ended all of this, but it didn't because Marvel just took everything Jonathan Hickman did and threw it in the trash. Uh, uh Cody. <laughs> and just bringing back old characters. I'm I'm not a fan of reviving dead characters for no reason. As great as it is having Red Hood, Jason Todd I don't think it was I kind of wish he was just dead. Yeah, I don't think it was necessary to bring Jason Todd back. No. Um, and the way they did it by having Superboy punch the universe in the face. <laughs> thats That was dumb. And then they retconned that to know he was just brought to, back to life by the Lazarus Pit, which is why he's crazy. Yeah. But, but then... Jason wasn't volatile enough. Yeah. And he was just annoying for a long time, but apparently Red Hood and the Outlaws, the Rebirth title, is doing a really good job at bringing his character back. So I mean, hey, people like the character. Do they? I know a lot of people who like the Red Hood. I guess. He's just like DC's version of the Punisher. Only not as cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I... I enjoy reading that whole 
late 80s era of Batman more thinking more I enjoy that more whilst convincing myself that Jason just never comes back yeah it's way more it's so much more magical to me the the entrance of Tim Drake and um that you know the death of uh of Jason and all that just thinking like okay he's gone mm-hmm. and it gives so much more life and meaning to Tim yeah the greatest Robin because he, you know, he stayed Robin the longest. In my, in my he opinion, did stay Robin the longest. Yeah. yeah. So I just Tim's my favorite Robin as much as I. I mean, I guess Dick is my favorite character to ever play to ever be Robin. Mm-hmm. Play. He didn't play Robin. He was Robin. Uh, but Tim was meant to be Robin. I like Damien, but you know, I'm sure they'll have a new Robin in ten years. It'll be someone else entirely. Because Damien will grow up and he'll be, I don't know, Assassin Man or something. Assassin Man? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> something corny, but really brutal. I assassinate. Assassin Boy? Men. <laughs> hey, I'm not far off. It's basically what he is. My brother actually brought up a, a good point with us. With the, you know, Superboy, Robin, and all the, like, Kid Flash and how they kind of grow out of their title. Mm-hmm. Um... But they never do that with the female characters. That's true, yeah. Like, Batgirls has always been Batgirl. Supergirl she, she has always been She was technically Supergirl. the Oracle, which is a you're, different character. You're right, and then DC ruined it. <laughs> and made her Batgirl again, and I... I tried reading Batgirl. It, it's painful. They've, That's what people have told me. I, I, never, just, I never picked up an issue. Ever since... They devolved her character into this tween. Yeah. Who lives a tween life. It's just like, this character was so mature and had a ton of stuff happen to her and you are just ruining her character. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. But yeah, no, just the Wonder Girl has always been Wonder Girl. Mm-hmm. I guess I guess Wonder Girl actually grew up. Donna Troy now just goes by Donna Troy. So, there's that. Uh, but, like, Power Girl? Mm-hmm. She's not a girl at all. And then Supergirl. Just, they always stay, they always have that girl at the end. Yeah. I mean, and then you have... Batwoman, and you have other female characters, too, but who just kind of kept that yeah their version of the original yeah but like when 50s superhero Robin grew up he became Nightwing Red Robin Red Hood they all have different titles Mm -hmm. uh Superboy just disappeared so there's that Kid Flash became Flash Mm -hmm. another one I love Barry Allen but I I don't know if we needed him back. <laughs> no. Like, I really don't. I don't really... I don't Bar- think so. Barry Allen? Yeah. He was dead for quite a while. Oh, you mean you mean back when they brought him back in, like, the mid to late 2000s? Yeah. What, what problem would you have with that? Well, he'd been gone for so long. Why, why bring him back? Well, why wouldn't you, though? 
Because then they just made he him was flash the... and put Wally on the back burner, and his and then Wally's story just died. Yeah, I mean, if you're a Wally fan, I, I get that, which I know you are. But also, I think a big part of it had to do with Barry's relationship with Hal and the Green Lantern story arc was, I mean, was doing really well. I'm totally cool with, and they make a thing out of like them both coming back into their own in like in the in the. Uh, Flash Rebirth series, like, Wally, or, pardon me, Barry and Hal talk about how, you know, Hal's come back into his own being the Green Lantern, and Hal, Hal's encouraging him to be, Hal, Hal's encouraging Barry to do the same, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know, I'm sorry you're disappointed. Well, I mean, it is what it is, but... I get Flash and I get Titans, the two ongoing series right now, and whenever I read Barry Allen, I go, nah, and whenever I read Wally West, I go, yeah, so when I was going, yeah, and then Barry Allen came back all of a sudden, and then they're like, you know what, who cares about Wally West's Flash apparently, we're just going to throw him on the back burner. Until New 52 and just think people are just going to forget about him. And then I was just so angry. At least you're learning to deal with your anger. What? At least you're learning to deal with your anger. Yeah. Not as angry as you used to be. I just... Right? (laughs) I used to be so angry. Yeah, you're a real... You're a real dramatic person. All I'm saying... A lot of hate. All I'm saying is, if you're going to kill a character, just keep him dead, Cody. Ultimate, the ultimate. When have the, when the, the ultimate, since the death of Superman, when has that ever been a thing where they kill off a character and don't resurrect them? The Ultimate Marvel Universe. Yeah, that's its own. That's its own side thing, though. They would just kill characters and they stayed dead. That's because it's the Ultimate Universe, and it was like the real. It was like the real world, like MTV. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But with like Marvel, it. yeah. Can they have Wonder Marvel what? Ultimate Avengers vs. Road Rules? I wonder if characters stay dead. Peter's parents are still dead. Bruce Wayne's parents are still dead. They were at, technically well. Hold on, Bruce Wayne's parents, to my knowledge, were never actually uh, on panel as currently existing characters. I'm pretty sure you only see them in flashbacks and in stories that kind of tell his origin. Like I don't, I don't think Uncle Ben, uh, Uncle Ben's coming back. Darn it! What? Yeah, that's different. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Superman's dead. He's dead. He's been dead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't, you can't uh, resurrect Jonathan Kent. Yeah, that's just like why. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Let's see. I'm trying to think of characters who are dead. Gosh, the, the Jonathan Kent in the original Superman just made me hate Kevin Costner as Jonathan <laughs> Kent so much. And just his death. And how he only had... And what's funny is that, that Jonathan Kent only had, like, a couple lines, really, in the entire movie. Yeah. And he just did such a good job playing that character. Such a better job. Yeah. Characters need to stay dead, Cody. Characters need to stay dead. Ben Riley was dead until now. <laughs> Well, that's what, that's what you that's what this rant is about. Yeah, 
I was fine with when people are like, no, they need to bring him back. See, the only one, the only one that I was annoyed at was Peter Parker. But that's because there was no other Spider-Man. With Flash, you had Kid Flash and he was going to become Flash. Wally West was there. Mm-hmm. You just kill off Spider-Man and make him Doc Ock. It's just like, what? Why? Yeah, that was and pretty he, lame. You, yeah. told, you told me about that. At least Wally still had characteristics of Barry that you could enjoy. Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. Now, they just need to kill Aunt May. Because she's, like, old as time. <laughs> 290 years she, old. She, like, went to school with Jesus. <laughs> Her, uh, college dorm mate's name was Ugg, and she walked on all fours. Yeah. Yeah. That, she's just old. There that, were two epidemics well, when she was she a kid. She did die. Aunt May the did die. Play. And that's exactly why Peter's and Mary Jane's marriage is no more. Arts and crafts. Because Aunt May died, and then the writer was like, you know what? No, I hate Peter being happy. So I'm going to break up their marriage just to bring Aunt May back to life. This 98-year-old woman I'm going to bring back to life because she needs to live once again. Because Peter and Mary Jane are so sad that this 98-year-old woman has passed away. Newsflash. That's just wimpy. I'm sorry. Old people die. I'm sorry. It happens. It happens to all of us. Mm-hmm. Don't bring back old characters especially <laughs> when they're old when they're old, old characters like aunt may has been old for the past 50 years not anymore <laughs> no not with marissa tomei well they that's better, they better keep her alive for a while yeah. right oh no right oh no right oh no <laughs> no yeah. i'm just saying she she no i'm just saying she's young she's young yeah uh yeah that's my rant Stop it. Knock it off. Yeah. What's your topic, Cody? Events. Same thing. (laughs) Stop it. So, basically, I had to come up with a topic because I had none. And I realized a big part of why I got exhausted reading a lot of current uh, DC and Marvel is it was like, there are so many events that I was trying to catch up on, mm-hmm. just, you know, from like the 90s and 2000s, and then it seems like every damn year they have at least one or two major events. Probably well, do. Marvel has more, and, and it's just, it's exhausting, especially when a lot of them aren't that fantastic. I would say about 90% of them. There you go, I'm being generous. <laughs> but... I think that it's a cash-in, and it's like, people see this big, flashy title. Well, they buy that, and they go, oh, I have to get Avengers and the bubonic nutsack plague, or... Yeah. Some... Not really. It's not just AIDS? (laughs) (laughs) No, you know know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, some catchy, you know... Yeah. ...thing. No, that's... They're um, all... A lot of them are disappointing. It's what's annoying, is... 
not only that, but then they go, and these are all the titles that tie in with it. And then, There's always tie-ins. And, and that's why it's exhausting titles. even more, is because you have... You know what was a good DC event each that title. didn't have tie-ins? Hmm. Forever Evil. Right. It was its own... Solid. It was good. That was its own thing. Yeah. For a second, I said I almost said Flashpoint. I was like, no... Flashpoint had a ton of tie-ins. Was like, nope, there's a lot of tie-ins there. You could say that New 52 was a tie-in. Yeah? Oh, Flashpoint. Because it was. <laughs> no, I know, it definitely was. I like how DC was like, hey, hey Jeff. Yeah, I only say that because hey, the Jeff, main you know storyline stands on its own two legs so yeah. well. I would say most of them do. Yeah, but some of them are still kind of like, okay, this isn't that cool of a story. Yeah. I felt that way towards the end of Brightest Day. I was just like, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Like, whatever. Flash, Flashpoint could have just happened as a original graphic novel. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I would say that... I DC, remember that DC in its has story. Better, I mean, we talked about this last time, but DC has better one-offs than Marvel does. Yeah, I, I remember Flashpoint as its own compartmentalized story, the way I remember, mm-hmm. like, Arkham Asylum. Well, it's, it's it also helps thing. that the movie came out, because then you're just like, oh yeah, this is this. is this. Which one? The Flashpoint movie. Mm, oh, the animated movie. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which was good. It was really good. But, uh, I'm sure you could go on about events longer than I could, because you've read so many of them. I've read a lot of them. But... At the end of the day, they're, they're just, sensationalized, and a lot of them are only most of them don't decent or worse. Most of them don't even affect anything. That's my problem. Like se- seriously, Secret Wars ended, and literally nothing changed. Yeah, Secret Wars was supposed to change the entire universe of Marvel, and it it didn't. Like nothing happened. They it ended, and they went. For the past six months, we're just going to erase everything that happened. Well, here... So, now the story is just going to happen... uh, We're just going to continue the story where we left off. And uh, things are a little bit different. There's new characters in this new universe Mm -hmm. because of, you know, reasons. And, uh, yeah. What did you think of Siege, though? Siege was good. But even by the end of Siege, like, nothing really changed. Not that much had changed. I mean, they got I was just of, going to say, it's a really fun of, read, but it doesn't canonically shift uh, anything, it really. It kind of did. They got rid of the Dark Avengers. Well, sure. Like, like that yeah, was the, the end of the, the Dark yeah, Avengers. Yeah, that, that definitely happened. With Norman... Uh, I almost just said Norman Reedus. Who's that again? Uh, the guy who plays... Daryl and well, Walking Dead, and he also plays one of the brothers in Oh yeah, uh, Dog Saints. Uh, yeah, I know. Okay, yeah, I know who that um, guy is. No, but the guy Norman who's Osborn. every Comic Con ever. Yes, <laughs> uh, Norman Osborn. Uh, he, like, he was the Iron Patriot, who was the head of the Avengers while, uh, after Secret Invasion. Like, I I actually read Secret Invasion. Secret Invasion affected the universe more than any of the any of the current... Oh, I would say One More Sin 
Also, because that's when Thor lost his ability to wield the hammer, which we still don't know what, why. Mm-hmm. It's been six, maybe six years, maybe five. It's been that long, and we still don't know what Nick Fury whispered into Thor's ear, because Marvel doesn't know what they're doing. And now there's a title called Unworthy Thor, which is better than Mighty Thor, because it's the original Thor. And he has a giant axe. I think he's using the ultimate Thor's hammer. Did I ever tell you that I saw... So when I was uh, researching my lineage and I looked up like old uh, Irish like war heroes and like, and like uh, what do you call it, like fables and stuff... Mm-hmm. Uh, Cullen was in there, and I'm pre- and I'm pretty sure it was in a Marvel title. I saw a page with Cullen, a, a, a comic book panel oh, yeah. of Cullen, and, and I'm pretty sure it was him and Thor. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, that was pretty neat. Like, he's like, behold, the greatest Celtic warrior of all time, <laughs> and it was like, and he had a, he has this uh, this uh spear that can like pierce anything, mm-hmm. and when it penetrates your armor, it like shoots these spikes that like gouge out of your skin it's, it's really it's really gory yeah but anyways bet it is he's like the Thor of Celtic gods nice yeah I just had to share that because I got really into this for a couple weeks but I would say uh the god he's of, actually the, the Achilles god of, he's the, the god Achilles. of CrossFit is the equivalent of American gods the god of Cro- yeah the CrossFit <laughs> the god, god the CrossFit god the gym uh, the bro, the gym bro. Just this guy. Yeah, that guy. With a Livestrong t-shirt. Yeah, and a, and a Livestrong wristband. And a, and a, and a Fitbit. The Fitbit. Yeah. And, a, and an iPod shuffle. And he's, has a, a sh- he has a shaker. Mm-hmm. Just around his waist. Because he's a bro and he has to keep his protein ready on at all times. And those little hats that wick the sweat off. Yeah, American Thor. Where have we gone? I don't know what. <laughs> I shouldn't have brought up. No, I just thought it was cool that they included Kukoan yeah. in Marvel Comics. Yeah. Um. But uh, I remember. Do, do you know what I was gonna say? I was gonna say, and he wielded an axe. <laughs> As if that was some major point, because you're like, Thor had an axe. Yeah. Well, a lot of gods carry axes. They do. I think Thor actually carried an axe for a while. Before Odin gave him the hammer? Mjolnir, yeah. I'm actually positive. I think that was the axe he was using. Mm. It's his old axe. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, Thor is a weapons master, and that's the thing, like, uh, in the superpower beatdown... That they mm-hmm. did a long time ago between Superman and Thor. Like, one of the big factors was... Superman. Huh? Superman wins. He wins, yeah. Yeah. But one, one of the things they brought in was Thor is not only very strong, no. superhuman strong, but he is a warrior yes. who understands how to fight better than Superman. Yes. But it doesn't matter when you can punch through anything. Yeah, when you're a demigod, it, it's... Well, Thor's a demigod too, though. Is well, thing. Thor is a... He's a god to humans because he's just he's, a he's just a really strong being from another he, dimension. Yeah, whereas Superman literally virtually becomes, indestructible. Yeah, he becomes a demigod. Like mm-hmm. he just does stuff. 
They even make him even more a demigod in Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. Because <laughs> he can rebuild walls with his mind. That was the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And make people float, levitate, levitate. Uh, and then in was it Superman two or three where he erases the memory of Lois Lane? In Superman two, he kisses her and her and her memory is yeah, erased. Yeah, because that's a power. I mean, he rewinds time, time by f- flying backwards. Yeah, in the first one. That makes sense. When I was a little kid, I thought that made sense. I, I remember being like, that would work, wouldn't it? <laughs> like, you know, it would actually F up the yeah. the uh, Earth's orbit. Yeah. Then everyone would die. No, none of the original Superman movies actually make any sense. Yeah. It's just that I still enjoy the first two. Also, when he's touching anyone, they can fly as well. <laughs> oh, gosh. When he grabs Lois. Yeah, he's like... He's like, and she's like flying out, and she's like, yeah. arms spread, and he's like holding her with his fingertips, and she's perfect. Yeah, and then he slips, and she falls. Oh my gosh, uh, those movies. Um, yeah. Favorite recent reads, Cody. My favorite recent read is Lando. Lando Calrissian. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is. Did so, you finish it? No, not all of it. Okay. He is definitely the scoundrel they say he is. Yes. I love it. Like, um, he, he's not, he's like a very morally gray person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that you, whole... You found out who he's stealing shit from, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, so, the it's called... I'm only going to talk about, you know, so far how, or so okay. how... I'm only going to talk about it up to a certain point because I don't want to, like, you know, spoil yeah. anything. Um, it's called the Imperialis, right? That's the name of the ship. The, okay, so. the cor- they call it the Corvette mm-hmm. um, that they steal from the shipyard. Yeah. Um, it's an art collector. Well, the Emperor says that it belongs to him. Yes. Yeah. But... Is he telling the truth? I thought... Yeah, it is. They made it seem like it belonged to someone else in one of the other panels. No, it's the Emperor's. Okay, yeah. One thing. Who's the guy who puts the gun to his head and what was that? He puts the gun to his own head. Do you remember that? I haven't read it since I first bought it. And that was like a year ago. I just... I remember reading it. I was like, wait, whoa, that came out of nowhere. Like... I'll have to read it again. Yeah. But... There's that whole scene where he's talking to that uh, Imperial Governor chick, mm-hmm. and like, he's talking about taking that little boggle, mm-hmm. that little uh, artifact, and she like puts a gun to his head, and it's like, it's clear that they had just made love. Mm. You know, it's it's very obvious because like they're like in bed and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she puts a gun to his head, and it's like how very James Bond of her. Yeah. To put a gun to the head of the person she just slept with. And it's like, this is a guy who clearly gets himself into a lot of sketchy situations. Yeah. And then, um, so, the part that I, not left off on, but the part that left a big, like, uh, image in my head was when Lobot gets, uh, stabbed by an Emperor's guard. Yes. That was pretty intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he starts losing consciousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's a big part of it, because once he loses consciousness, his system rewrites itself. 
and his personality got, goes away. That's crazy. Yeah. This takes place in episode... Between episode four and five? So before before our heroes have met him, obviously. Yes. Yeah, no, that's interesting, because he's talking to Lando, Lobot, uh, as if he's a human with any, mm-hmm. any emotion or... Or a character nuance that, you know, a real human would have. Yeah. And then, of course, when you see him in Empire Strikes Back, he's very much just a drone. Yeah. He's just a robot. Yeah. In in terms of his personality. So, that's interesting to know that's how that happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. Good stuff. I like it. Now, what about you? I read the original Transformers comic. From 19... Oh, what year was it? Maybe not the original Transformers comic. Uh, I've been reading the IDW Transformers comic. Okay. Uh, which are the same people that do uh, G.I. T- Joe and TMNT. TMNT. And I think they said they're all in the same universe. Mm. Uh, but it's good. Really? It's really good. Well, first of all, you have all the original characters. Um, like... Ratchet and uh, Optimus Prime and and and, uh, and Bumblebee. Bumblebee's a bug <laughs> and like a beetle and Ratchet's a uh, I think it's Ratchet. He's the medic and so he's the um he's like the ambulance. Mm-hmm. And then they do the the war on Cybertron. Like kind of where the Decepticons and the Autobots had to act, had to actually come together mm-hmm. to fight um, this one uh, Cybertronian who pretty much uh, enhanced himself unethically. Like he took parts of other Transformers and. Like experimented on them and mm. put them on himself, mm. and it drove him insane. But it also made him cr- crazy powerful and almost invincible. Mm-hmm. And then they had to, uh, they had to. I th- I'm pretty sure they found a way to kill him. And then uh, they were going to use Cybertron to uh, pretty much just blow up Cybertron in order to kill him. Mm-hmm. But they were able to save it. Um, but the energy field on Cybertron z- like starts zapping your energon, which uh, pretty much kills. When that's fully gone, it kills Transformers. Mm-hmm. So you, it's not a livable planet <clears throat> anymore. Gotcha. Yeah, so that was my favorite recent read. I read two trades. Um, one was pretty much... The, the start of the war, it's called Phase 4, um, or Phase 1. Uh, and what the, the Decepticons actually uh, don't go around to all the different places and start a full-out war, they do they do infiltration where they, they go and they become part of the, the kind of like the races, mm-hmm. um, and they infiltrate and then find a way... Uh, uh, they find a way to just 
break down the society from within. Mm-hmm. Um, they found a huge source of natural energon within the Earth's core, uh, which is why they then brought a Megatron and Starscream. Uh, what actually happened is Starscream tried to pretty much say, oh, this energon makes us more powerful. I'm going to be the leader now. I'm going to take over Earth. And Megatron was like, no, you disobeyed a direct order. Uh, he comes down and actually is really cool because like, Starscream kind of beats up on some of the Transformers. It's like, oh, he's super powerful. He's, you're like, oh, he's going to be able to take on Megatron. This is going to be a cool fight. Mm. And, like, he gets his butt whooped. Like, he goes up against Megatron and Megatron just like bats him down. Nice. And he's like, puts him in his place. He like shoots him. And he's like, <laughs> he shoots him. And he's like, go, go repair him. I'll need him still. It's so, like, oh, Megatron, you're so evil. Yeah. And then that's classic. And then Optimus Prime does show up. Uh, but another interesting thing is the the Autobots. I don't know if it's just the Autobots, but Transformers can create a hologram human. Um. In which they can interact with people with. Hmm. This hologram doesn't have emotion. Or it has a, like a chosen emotion. Um, so like Ratchet is just constantly in the smile. But he's like a paramedic. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is really cool. And something they could have done with the movies but never did. Uh, I don't know. The more I'm reading it, the more... Like, they're how much more wonder... The more disappointed you are in the movies. Oh, yeah. You know, this... So, uh, you mentioned IDW also. And I, yeah. and I was thinking about quality of... Either, you know, TV or film versus the original comic books. Or I, mm-hmm. I don't know if G.I. Joe was originally a comic book. But do you know... I know you... G.I. Joe was not. It was... The, you read up on things like this more than I do. Do you? G.I. Joe was the action figures, and then it was the TV show. Did the action figures come out first? Yes. Before the TV show. Yeah, because G.I. Joe used to be a generic like soldier. Okay, so well, actually, the, that evolved into two separate lines. So I had both when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, the yeah, the original like military soldiers talking about in the '60s, I believe. Mm-hmm. The line, and then that carried on for a while, and it stopped when. They started making the shorter six-inch plastic, like hard plastic painted guys mm-hmm. um, in the 80s, I'm pretty sure, and those were based on the TV show. Yes. And they switched over to that when the yes. TV show... Okay, yeah. So it wasn't like those characters were developed as action figures first. No. Okay. And I know there were several cartoon versions... There were several, there were several cartoon series of that show. Like, it's, yeah, it yeah, stopped airing yeah. at a certain point, and they rebooted it and changed some things. Yeah, just like Transformers says. One thing I was going to ask you, because I know, I think you're more familiar with IDW than I am just in general. Do you know, are the comic books better quality story-wise than the TV show was? Yes. I would surmise, but I just thought I'd ask. Because G.I. Joe, to me, was always one of those um, things where I loved, like, the cool outfits they gave mm-hmm. the guys. The, and well, all those 80s TV shows had terrible storylines. Yeah. Like, you... Masters of the Universe. Oh, my gosh. Masters of the Universe, trans, even Transformers. Like, I, I've i watched the whole first season of Transformers, mm-hmm. and it's annoying how not good it is. Really? Um, it's classic. Like, I love seeing them Transforms. You have the 
the Autobots roll out, uh, everything is there, it's it's great, but the actual storyline is just really bad, mm. and after a while the action scenes aren't great because no one actually gets hurt. I think Starscream gets shot out of the sky like 60 times, <laughs> just gets back up and keeps going. But. Well, it's good good to hear that because I do want to read some G.I. Joe. Yeah, I've heard the G.I. Joe IDW is actually really good. Nice. Um, and I I want to get into it. I like I the wanna... crossover of sci-fi with military with you know the the military, mm-hmm. um, and then also you have this sort of like just kind of a bizarre villain in Cobra. Yeah, and then you have. Destro. Yeah, and you have characters like like Snake Eyes, who he's a ninja. Yeah, they kind, of, they, kind of, they kind of appeal to a lot of different. A ninja from a helicopter crash, got his vocal cords torn out. Yeah, yeah. Crazy. <laughs> they were in that. Speaking of bad movies, those GI Joe movies. Those That's why bad. I never saw them. Because I saw the trailers and I was like, "This don't look nothing like GI Joe yeah. that I grew up with." I remember someone who never watched G.I. Joe or did anything with G.I. Joe, uh, saw the trailer, and she's like, there's ninjas in G.I. Joe? Oh I just God. wanted to just be like, get ah! <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Snake Eyes. They... I was perusing Amazon.com for action figures, and they have a reissue of the old Snake Eyes toy that I had. Oh, yeah? Yeah, it was pretty neat. No, Snake Eyes is the bomb. <laughs> he is the bomb, man. And he has his dog. Mm-hmm. I love that dog. Uh, I also had this cool little, uh, who's, okay, gosh, this, it's sad that this is how I connect with this character or how I remember him. Swing low, sweet, sweet chair. I had that action figure. I got uh, it at an antique I store when he, I was like He's the guy with the, the, the vest, the green vest, right? Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name. Wait, no, 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 that's the body massage, right? Maybe. Because he's singing the song while he's picking up the wire. Mm-hmm. And he's like. Who wants a potty massage? <laughs> Look at all your loco with hats. But I've made sandwiches. <laughs> uh, pork chop. Pork, pork chop, chop sandwiches. sandwiches. <laughs> smells like pork chops. Uh, for those who do not know what we're talking about, that's the uh, G.I. Joe PSAs on, on YouTube. And they are... Someone has redubbed over uh, the Voices. classic... G.I. Joe PSAs and made them just so hilarious. If I had been in that water, dead. dead. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Thank you for listening this week. We you had... can find us on Facebook.com slash Origins and Adaptations uh, for, for keeping up in the know. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate your time. So long.